Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Ben Hughes. I'm the co-founder of Trinity Transformation and creator of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. In today's episode, I'm going to be revealing five weight loss secrets for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So today's episode is a little bit different to normal. This is actually a training that I put together for the women inside of our Fit Over 40 program. So you're going to get a little bit of an insight into what we do inside the program and you know some of the strategies and top tips that we recommend to the women over 40 who we work with, who we help to drop one to two dress sizes over a period of 12 weeks. So it's no secret that women over 40, women in their 40s and 50s, find it more difficult to lose weight, and especially to lose weight around the middle as they get older. I've spoken to so many women who have been trying all of the things that used to work in their 20s and in their 30s, but they're seeing no results now they're over 40. They're stepping on the scales at the end of a week of dieting and seeing zero movement. They're unable to fit into all of their clothes, they're dressing to cover problem areas rather than wearing the clothes they like, and no matter what they do, they can't seem to get their weight moving, and they can't seem to get to where they want to be in terms of their dress size, in terms of in terms of being happy with their body. So in this podcast episode, I basically revealed five weight loss secrets for women over 40, which will help to combat some of the physical and hormonal changes that happen to women as they get older, which can make it more difficult to lose weight and easier to gain weight, especially around the middle. So there's going to be five tips in today's podcast, and they will show you, hopefully, how to get the scales moving, how to get back into all of your clothes, and how to feel amazing wearing everything that you want. Awesome. So yeah, today's topic then. So today I'm going to be talking about five weight loss secrets, specifically five weight loss secrets for women over 40. I mean, everything we do is specifically for women over 40. Um the first kind of secret that before I sort of get into today's call, get into the, the the main meat of today's call, is there are really no weight loss secrets, I would say. Um, and usually the simplest and almost most obvious things tend to be the most effective things. So I'm rather than calling them kind of secrets, it's more just five of the most effective things you can be doing to see the best possible results in the mirror. If you're over 40 and you're looking to drop a dress size, and you're looking to see some great results. So the first of these things then, so the number one thing, well, the first thing to focus on and the thing that's gonna drive all of your results when you're trying to lose weight and you're age 40 or above is eating the right amount of food for you. And that might sound really boring, it might sound really obvious, but eating the right amount of food for you is just, it's just something that you can't really escape. It's just the basic science of weight loss that if you eat the right amount, if you eat um, the right amount consistently over the entire week, so slightly less than your body needs, then your body is forced to burn stored body fat for energy. And in burning that stored body fat for energy, you're gonna see that weight going down on the scales, you're gonna see your waist shrinking, you're gonna see your dress size going down. And you have to just consistently do this, eat slightly less than your body needs. And over time, those little bits of body fat that you're burning will add up to big changes in the mirror. A lot of different approaches, so approaches other than fit over 40, 
will try and hide this using some kind of point system or some kind of other rules that effectively though achieve the same thing. So every single diet, every single program, every single approach are all based on the exact same thing, which is literally just trying to get you to eat slightly less calories than your body needs. So for example, something like keto or low carbs, you cut out that whole food group, so cut out all carbohydrates, then your body, you're essentially going to eat slightly less. Well, the hope is that you're going to eat slightly less. And because of that, then you're going to see some results. If you're following something that has some sort of point system, it's almost like tracking calories. It's almost like tracking the food that you're eating and making sure you're eating exactly the right amount of calories. But it's slightly less accurate because, you know, there's always going to be some inaccuracy in a point system where you've added, you've put like made up points to certain foods rather than knowing exactly what scientifically exactly how many calories are in a certain type of food so the kind of number one most important secret then is just eating the right amount for you and the easiest the most flexible way to track that is just tracking all the foods that you eat which is exactly what we do inside of fit over 40 that's exactly why we've chosen that approach inside of fit over 40 because it gives you the most flexibility the most control and the most accuracy over getting the right amount of food in um and yeah, if you've, what we usually recommend to people is using MyFitnessPal to track foods. The reason I really like MyFitnessPal is basically because it has a barcode scanning feature, which makes life super easy. Because for example, you're going to have some porridge oats. You literally face your phone at the barcode on the porridge oats, and it tells you this is how many calories are in the porridge oats, rather than you having to guess or, you know, the more guesswork you can take out of it, the better really. But yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty simple that if you can manage your finances, if you can make sure that you spend the right amount each month and you don't go bankrupt every single month, it's exactly the same with your food. It's just making sure you get the right amount in and getting into the habit of you know, being aware of your food intake, just like you might be aware of your, your bank balance going down. You, have a, you might have a rough idea of how much your money you've got in your bank balance. Um, you just need to have a rough idea of how much you've got in your calories and make sure you don't go overdrawn each day. But overall, when it comes to nutrition, the key thing is don't worry about any of the fine details until you've got this like number one principle in place. So don't worry about it can get so complicated with nutrition, but you don't need to worry about any of that stuff until you've focused on eating the right amount and doing that really consistently and then combining that with the right type of exercise and literally just getting the right calories in and doing the right type of exercise and just doing that consistently. That's pretty much going to be enough to get the results that you're after. So that brings me on to secret number two then, which is to make sure that you're doing the right type of exercise for you. So you know, the, our clients inside of Fit Over 40 are lucky in that we've just, we basically just set the program up for women over 40 with the right type of exercise. But to give a bit of background on that, HIIT training or like high impact cardio, anything like running is gonna put a lot of stress on your body, a lot of stress on your joints. It's fine for women who are younger or just people generally, women or men who are younger in their 20s and 30s, they can deal with, you know, a bit of pounding on the joints doing running or some high impact burpee squats, etc. They can deal with their stress levels being a bit elevated by a really intense workout, which pushes up your stress levels and pushes up your cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Um, however, after turning 40, especially for women, it's very important to keep your stress levels under control if you want to lose weight. Stress basically signals to the body if if you are constant if your body constantly thinks you're in stressful times so for example you've got a stressful job you might have a stressful family situation as well you might also be putting yourself under nutritional stress 
if you've been doing lots and lots of dieting, cutting your calories down, you'll put yourself under physical stress if you're doing lots and lots of intense workouts and all that stress adds up. Oh, another one is um, sleep, massive one as well. If you're not getting enough sleep, your body also sees that as a source of stress. But your body basically thinks it's designed to survive. So it thinks lots and lots of stress is happening at the moment. Therefore, potentially hard times might be coming. So what that triggers the body to do is to store a load of energy or body fat, which is the way that the body stores energy around the middle. So around near all of your vital organs, it's thinking we're going to store a load of energy around the vital organs for when times get tough so that we can keep alive so that we can survive, which is great, you know, in a survival situation. But if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to avoid having a load of excess weight around the middle, it's not ideal and stress will put the brakes on your results. So therefore with exercise, we want to keep stress really, really low. And it's better to focus on exercise that will still get good results, but that will do that without spiking stress hormones. So um, of course, inside Trinity, that's uh, low impact strength training or list training, which we which, which are we doing three to four times a week. And that's really all you need to be doing. But the benefits of this type of training is it keeps stress low. It's kind of the, the most important one. Secondly, it also increases muscle mass though. So you'll find that the more you do these workouts, the stronger you get, you'll feel more firm, you'll feel more toned. And in the future, as you maintain and build more muscle mass, you should also be able to get away with eating more calories and not gaining any, any weight as a result of that. Um, and as well, as you get older, um, women can start to struggle from reduced bone density. So lifting weights can also help to improve that bone density and cost, combat things like osteoporosis. But yeah, again, doing three to four times per week consistently is kind of the key to seeing amazing results in the mirror um of that specifically low impact type strength training so that could be um you know in trinity we use kettlebell training primarily however any sort of weight-based training with slow controlled movement is going to have the same effect so like you know go, going forwards in the future looking long term because this really does have all of this really does have to become kind of a lifetime habit if you want to shift shift weight you want to tone up you want to get the body you want and then you want to maintain that to maintain it you basically just have to do a, a scaled back version of what you need to do to get there so for example if you needed to do three to four workouts to get to where you want to be in terms of results you might get away with doing two to three workouts in order to maintain those results going forward um, and as long as you're doing some slow and controlled movements lifting weights you know that could be lifting weights at the gym lifting weights at home doing kettlebells barbells dumbbells even weight machines at the gym it could be anything as long as it's slow controlled resistance type exercise that's kind of the ideal thing for women women in their 40s and 50s and in terms of like adding additional exercise on top of that um one i'm going to cover in a second is just making sure you get enough steps in i'll go we'll go through why that's really important but outside of doing weight training um there are people I know who like to do more training, who would like to do something every day and keep active every day. And I think that's brilliant. But in terms of adding additional stuff in, um, you can get away with adding a bit of cardio in, as long as it's not, you know, you're not doing absolutely loads of cardio and really kind of punishing your body with it, because that's going to raise those stress levels. But things like yoga, things like Pilates, any other sort of gentle form of exercise is going to be brilliant alongside, it will, it will pair nicely with that low impact strength training and get you the best possible results if you're 40 and above. So that brings me to secret number three, which is basically just get your steps in. So walking might not seem like proper exercise, but it does make a massive, massive difference when it comes to losing weight over 40, or when it comes to losing weight in general, really. Um, in terms of calories burned throughout a day, 
for example, let's say somebody burns 2000 calories, you know, somebody's energy intake to maintain their weight might be 2000 calories. That's kind of what, what people quote as the average amount for a woman to eat to maintain their weight. Um, out of those 2000 calories, if you are doing those low impact strength training workouts and you're doing three to four of those a week, each of those workouts, you might only burn 300 calories per session, something like that, 300, 400 calories per session, which is not a massive amount. Um, that type of training does have other benefits in terms of like speeding up your metabolism. It, you know, it will get you amazing results. But during that session, you're only actually going to burn, burn 300 to 400 calories, something like that. Not too much. So the other 1,700 calories are just burned during your day-to-day -day activity. So things like, um, you know, keeping you alive, keeping all of your vital organs running, digesting your food, powering your brain, keeping your heart beating, just your general day-to-day -day stuff when you're moving around, you know, folding laundry, um, doing cooking, washing up, sweeping up the floor, anything, walking around the place, driving the car, all of that stuff takes energy. And that's where most of your energy is going to go. It's just kind of your, your non-exercise sort of activity level is going to be responsible for the biggest proportion of your energy burned. So if you can up that overall activity level, you can make a massive difference to the amount of calories that you burn during a day. So if you walk an additional 5,000 steps per day, that's going to burn about 200 additional calories. So every thousand steps you burn, every thousand steps you walk is going to burn somewhere around 40 calories, something like that. Um, so if you can do an extra 5,000 steps a day, it's like doing an extra quick workout. So if you did 5,000 steps a day, seven days a week, it would almost be like you're doing, let's say you're doing three of those list training sessions. It would be like burning the same amount of calories as doing six of those list training or low impact strength training sessions. So you can almost double the calorie burn from your workouts just by walking an extra 5,000 steps a day. And to get 5,000 steps in, it's probably going to be, you know, something like 30 to 40 minutes of walking, something like that. Um, it doesn't have to be all at once. I really like to wake up in the morning. First thing, I just go for a walk. It's my first thing I do. I go for a walk before everybody else gets up because it's, it's really nice to walk when there's, you know, I go out of my road. There's no cars going down the road. I walk straight across the road without even using the traffic lights because there's literally nothing there. I go to the park. There's maybe one guy and a dog and then me and all the birds and the rabbits and things, all the little animals that come out in the morning. Um, and it's just great. I just go on my little walk. I clear my head every morning, sometimes listen to a podcast. Sometimes I just walk and I just listen to the birds and enjoy the fresh air. Um, helps me also just de-stress and get ready for the day. But, you know, maybe I'll burn an extra 3,000 steps on that short walk, just 20 minutes or so, something like that. And then if throughout the day, I just kind of generally up my activity level. So for example, if I'm on the phone call, I might walk around the house rather than just sitting down in one place in the office. I might just walk back and forth between this room and the bathroom in and out of the room. And I might get 500 extra steps in just doing that. Um, I might then go out for another walk with my partner in the evening, burn a few more steps. Or I might be like, you know, I'm going to go to the supermarket. I need to buy a few bits. I'm going to walk instead of drive. Um, and overall, I can up my activity level, keep that kind of natural sort of calorie burn going that outside of workout calorie burn going in a way that's not going to stress the body because you know just being generally active and walking doesn't stress out the body um so if you're 40 and above it, it's an ideal way to burn some additional calories without spiking that stress hormone which can make it more difficult to lose weight and that brings me nicely into tip number four i'm going to explain a little bit more about kind of why it's so important to keep that stress level low but managing your stress levels, managing your stress levels is my fourth tip. 
So again, high stress levels elevate that stress hormone cortisol. And if cortisol levels are elevated a lot of the time, this can lead to loads of negative side effects. So for example, leptin resistance, which is a hunger, um, a hunger hormone so that can lead to increased cravings. It can also lead to insulin resistance, which can make it easier to gain weight, especially around the middle. So again, that's that kind of mechanism built in for your body to store weight around the middle when you're stressed and it can also impact your thyroid which can lead to a slower metabolism which can make it more difficult for you to see results in the mirror and the reason it's so important for women in particular who are over 40 to really watch out for this this increased stress is because um, this this stress response so when you have a given amount of stress a stressful thing happens your response to stress or the amount of cortisol that your body releases in response to that stress increases with aging so as you get older that's that stress response starts to increase you get more cortisol for a given stressful event and also for women that increases three times more than it is for men so women in particular to see results you've got to be really really careful about keeping your stress levels low allowing yourself to have a nice, calm, stress-free life, stress-free exercise, a nice, unstressful exercise program where you know, you're eating slightly less than the body needs, but you're not starving yourself. You want to just avoid extremes, get plenty of sleep, stay hydrated, keep yourself healthy, reduce your stress. And like that, it might sound really simple, but that just looking after yourself combined with a very, very simple nutrition program, just eating the right amount, and then a very, very simple exercise program, like that low-stress workout three to four times a week, that is kind of the, the magic formula that's going to get you those results. And then the final thing then, the final tip is just making sure that you stay consistent. Um, so, you know, staying consistent on your own can be very, very difficult. It's very easy to give up on yourself when you have a bad week, very easy to give up on yourself if you have a, a weekend of off-plan eating or drinking too much. Um, but, you know, let's face it, socializing, enjoying food, um, not being 100% perfect all the time is just part of life. And it's just, it has to become part of the whole process of losing weight and seeing the results that you want. And you've got to learn to accept that if you want to succeed. I think the key is to learn how to just draw a line under any mistakes that happen and just focus on getting back on track as quickly as possible. So it's not perfection that's going to get you results. It's all just about consistency. So for example, let's say you're doing a 12 week program like Fit Over 40, you're trying to see a given result over a 12 week period. Let's say every couple of weeks, you have a day that's completely off track. It's completely disastrous. You eat way too much. You don't do any exercise. You drink way too much. And you have one of these every two weeks. If you have one every two weeks, like a complete blowout, that's going to be six days out of 12 weeks. So it's six days out of 84 days. And the, the reality is in those six days, you're not going to be able to undo 84 days worth of, uh, well, the other 78 days worth of progress. If you can be really consistent and stay on track for the other 78 days, every time a bad day happens, you just draw a line on it and say, you know, it's just life. I'm not perfect. I don't have to be perfect. I'm going to move on. And tomorrow I'm going to get back on track. I'm just going to keep going. If you do that every single time, you'll still see amazing results um, despite a few slip ups or a few setbacks along the way. And like the, the easiest way I think to stay consistent, if you've got the help of a coach like myself or like Rob or like a new coach Dave as well inside Fit Over 40, just make sure you're in contact with that coach constantly. So anytime you feel stuck, anytime you need help, anytime you struggle, just get in touch with a coach, get in touch with me, get in touch with Rob, get in touch with Dave. And we're always there to help you and to guide you, whether that's um, 
you know, help you with your motivation, help you to figure out how to make the nutrition easier, how to make the workouts easier. We want to make everything as easy as possible and as easy to follow as it possibly can be for you. So anything you need, just, just give us a shout. And you, know, you can think about it like, like if, for example, you have to go to work, imagine you have to go to work and you have to do all the stuff that you do in a day of work. So I don't know, in my opinion, <laughs> I've, I've learned through the jobs I've had so far that most jobs involve many answering a lot of emails and then occasionally making spreadsheets. It seems to be every job is email spreadsheets. Meetings as well also seem to feature meetings, spreadsheets and emails. So you've got to do all of that stuff during the day. Um, but imagine if you didn't have a boss telling you what you had to do, that you had to do meetings, you had to do emails, you had to do spreadsheets and you weren't getting rewarded for it. You weren't getting any financial reward. You weren't getting paid for doing it. It would almost be impossible to motivate yourself that every day you're just going to you're going to do all of the work that you would normally do at work. But just like but basically at work, you've got your boss keeping you accountable. You've got the the prospect of losing that job, keeping you accountable. So that accountability forces you to turn up, even if some days you don't feel like turning up and you probably get all your work done, even if some days you don't feel like getting any of that work done. So accountability is absolutely massive and having some accountability with your health and fitness is critical so that you treat that in the same way that you would treat a job. So yeah, inside of the program, inside of Fit Over 40, just use the accountability that's there and make sure you, you get the most <clears throat> that you possibly can from it. So those are five kind of weight loss secrets for women over 40. So number one, eat the right amount for you. Now, one thing I want to kind of add to that, so eat the right amount for you. And once you focus on that, that's kind of the number one thing. The second most important thing to focus on is just making sure you're getting the right amount of protein as well. Of course, we just, we figure this out for everybody inside of Fit Over 40. So you'll have your your targets for calories, you'll have your targets for protein. So, you know, hit the calories first, get really consistent with that, then focus on getting the right amount of protein in, get really consistent with that. And then once you're really consistent with both of those, then perhaps you can just start to think about the more complicated aspects of nutrition. So, you know, getting the right amount of carbs and fats and um, making the best possible choices when it comes to food, um, etc. So num number one tip then is eat the right amount of you if you don't do this nothing else is really going to work if you did the rest of the strategies here so the exercise steps etc but you ate too much you'd still see no progress in the mirror rather than losing body fat you'd probably just gain muscle and you gain you gain strength which is is good it's a good positive result but it might not be exactly what you're after so number one tip eat the right amount number two do the right type of exercise for you so women over 40 list training low impact strength training uh, number three, get the right amount of steps in. I always recommend about 5,000 to 10,000 a day is usually a good a good amount to aim for. If you can do you know, 10,000, 12,000 or more steps a day, that's also brilliant. But um, yeah, at least try and get 5,000 to 10,000 steps a day. Next tip is to manage your stress levels. So you can do that with the type of exercise that you do, the type of nutrition plan that you follow, et cetera. Fit over 40 is all set up to try and be as low stress as possible. <clears throat> And you can also do that with more active measures. So for example, meditation, uh, the thought transformer exercise that we've got in Fit Over 40, um, writing things down daily wins. Um, you can also try and remove stressful situations from your life. Do simple things like go on, go on walks or take a hot relaxing bath, for example. Um, you can actively manage that stress as well. Get plenty of sleep. Um, but yeah, make sure that you're keeping your stress level as low, low as possible. And then the final tip is just stay consistent. So it's, if you can do all of the above, all of the previous things consistently, that's when you'll really, really start to see amazing results. 
it's just just all about consistency so don't worry about being perfect if you have a bad day don't worry if you have a bad week don't worry just focus on getting back on track as quickly as possible so question here from claire so claire says how do you calculate the deficit for your calories ben um basically the way we calculate the deficit for calories is we've got a massive spreadsheet which has everybody's all everybody's information in it so we've got um you know everything you've submitted so weight body um we calculate body fat percentage from the pictures that you sent in at the start um we look at your previous dieting history any health conditions etc etc we look at all of these different things take everything into account and then from that i mean i it's I, we've made it so simple that basically now i just have to type in i figure out exactly what i think someone's calories should be basically by typing in information like body fat percentage what body type i think somebody's been on any sort of modification factors that will add or minus a deficit depending on um, any different health conditions or dieting history or anything like that and then we put this into our calculator and it spits out here's the nutrition targets that will be for that person the way we've come up with that actual you know what that calculates and what that actually spits out is I think the initial deficit we try and go for is about 15%. So not a massive deficit. You don't need to go for, you don't need to cut calories down a huge amount to see amazing results in the mirror. Like 15% will be, will be plenty. So, you know, for example, if somebody's maintenance calories, if we take the average woman's maintenance calories is something like 2000 calories a day. Um, that's just what they say, women 2000, men 2500, something like that. 15% uh, down from that would be about 1700. So um, yeah, about 15% is kind of the deficit I would always recommend starting with rather than, you know, it, it's, you could go for a massive deficit at the start. You could go for like 30% down, which would take you to, um, what would that be? 1400 calories immediately. You might see some fast initial results, but you might end up, um, you'll probably end up feeling starving hungry also, your body's going to see that as stress. Your body's going to see that as like, oh God, we're starving right now. Ramp up cortisol, ramp up that stress hormone, which can then have the, the opposite impact of what you're trying to achieve with your results, especially for women over 40. Um, but yeah, 15%, I would say, is probably a good starting point for most people. But also, um, I also, I always like to see the amount of calories we give someone as like a starting point. So I'll give somebody calories as a starting point. Um, and like the way we figured out what what macros, calories, everything we worked out is like we've over the years, every so often, we just have a look at our formula. We have a look at like, right, what's working? Is this getting people the right type of results? And then we just refine the way our calories are calculated based on the results that we've seen with people. So it's uh, it's an equation which is probably doesn't relate to any of the sort of standard um, calorie counting equations. It's, it's it's definitely based on, I can never remember what the equations are. There's one where it's got two guys' names or girl, two, per, two people's names. There's something, something equation. Um, but yeah, we've been doing this so long that six years we've had the nutrition target spreadsheet there, six years of data, six years of like calculating calories and six years of, of getting people results. So it's, yeah, that works well. Claire says, does your maintenance calories change with weight loss? Um, Yes, it does. So if your maintenance, let's say your maintenance calories were 2000 to start with, and then you lose, um, 
you lose you lose a certain amount of weight. So let's say you, you've you've got two thousand calories as your maintenance calories. The the most important thing that determines what those calories are for how much to maintain your body weight is your lean body mass. So we're talking body mass without body fat. So body fat doesn't really it doesn't take any calories to maintain it, but having extra muscle does take calories to maintain. So muscle organs those type of things, your skeleton, all of that is like, that takes calories to maintain. So the heavier all of that stuff is, the more calories your body uses to maintain them. So if you've got loads and loads and loads of muscle, you'll generally be able to eat more calories without gaining weight. So you'll have a higher maintenance calories. So as you, um, as you lose weight, a couple of different things would happen. So one thing that could happen is you might lose a bit of muscle mass. So you might lose muscle mass as you lose weight. If you lose muscle mass as you lose weight, then your body's sort of calorie need is going to go down a bit with that reduction in muscle mass. The reality is, though, if you're doing list training, so you're doing low impact strength training, you're probably going to be gaining muscle and gaining a bit of strength, um, especially if you're new to it whilst at the same time seeing your body fat down and get come down and getting a bit leaner. <clears throat> so if your muscle mass goes up, your, your maintenance calories, in theory, should go up as well. So long-term, that will probably put your maintenance calories up. However, the body also has a mechanism for sort of short-term preserving your weight. The body, it kind of, it, it always wants to sort of maintain the status quo. And again, it's set up for survival amongst any, everything else. So if, if, um, if you restrict calories, even by a small, I mean, by a, the, the the less you can do this, the less impact it's going to have. But let's say we went for a massive deficit, 30, 40%, something like that. And we put somebody on 1,200, 1,300 calories a day as a starting point. For a while, they're going to see good results in terms of weight loss. They're probably going to see loads of weight falling off. It's going to be great. But eventually, the body sees that as like, there's no food coming in. Therefore, to compensate, we're going to slow down metabolism. So the body compensates by slowing down your metabolism because it wants to try and preserve your weight. So it's trying to stop you from losing any more weight. So if you do that kind of a strict extreme approach, your maintenance calories will actually drop down until your maintenance amount has gone from 2000 down to like 1300. And you can eat 1300 calories all day long and you won't see any progress on the mirror. You won't see any movement on the scales. You'll just stay exactly where you are, eating hardly any food. So by only having a small deficit, that sort of calorie, the maintenance calorie uh, shift or metabolism shift that the body is going to do is going to be smaller. Therefore, you're going to be able to see more results for a longer period of time um, without the body kind of compensating for that. But overall, that's kind of if the body sort of shifts your metabolism and makes it 1300 calories, if then you go through the same period of time where you're eating over your maintenance calories, your body is now saying, right, there's, there's a plenty, there's an abundance of food coming in, there's plenty of food coming in, therefore your metabolism will adjust back up to its original level. But I mean, the chances are, if you're doing that, if you've gone really extreme downwards, I mean, this is what people do with sort of yo-yo dieting. They cut their calories down really low, they lose a load of weight, and then they go to, a, they, they give up or they, well, they either say, I've made it now, I can go back to eating normal again, or they fall off track because it's so restrictive that like, I can't stick to this anymore. And they go back to eating a high amount of food again. Maybe at that point they think, well, I'm eating loads of food, therefore there's no point doing exercise. So they stop doing any exercise as well. Um, and they'll find that yeah, the metabolism probably comes back up to a normal level, but at the same time, they'll probably regain all of the weight that they lost in the first place. So um, 
yeah, to avoid that, you can basically lose the weight you want to lose in a nice, sustainable way, not cutting calories down too much. Then when you get to that point that you're happy with your results, happy with your weight loss, you then just slowly reverse calories back up to your sort of maintenance amount. And then maybe even above to sort of push your maintenance, your body sort of will compensate, bring your maintenance calories up to a nice, a nice level. And it's kind of called, called what kind of what's called reverse dieting. And then when you get to that point, um, you can basically eat as much as you could at the start of whatever diet you've done, but you won't gain any weight. So you'll still be able to eat 2000 calories a day and you'll be able to maintain all the results that you've, that you've seen during your, your weight loss. So yeah, hopefully that helps guy. So that uh, cleared things up. Is there anything else that you want me to go through on today's call? Let me know. Otherwise just like all good. And while you do that, I'll just, I'll just recap those five tips again. So those five weight loss secrets for women over 40, number one, eat the right amount of food for you. Number two, do the right type of exercise for you. Number three, get your steps in. Number four, manage your stress levels. And number five, stay consistent. And with those five simple tips, that's all you really need to do to see some amazing results in the mirror. It's all about doing the basics, but doing the basics really well, doing the basics really consistently. Awesome. Thank you very much for showing up today. Thank you very much for watching. Hope you found that helpful and I'll see you again next time. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.